Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Hello, John. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Good, good. Well, Kevin Davis from the release today, uh, as we've talked 10 times before, and uh, so excited <laughs> um, to continue celebrating uh, this great new record, which thank you um, for highlighting uh, my comments, um, the words. Uh, it's funny, I like I carefully chose every word I wrote in. The words emotionally engaging were the ones you guys grabbed from my review, which I thought sums up very well, um, particularly your song Anchor. Uh, I feel like awesome. um, uh, I'm obviously emotionally engaged by that message. Um, you know my testimony is I credit the biblical messages of Christian music for leading me to Christ. And this song is one of those kind of testimony songs for me. And I, I kind of sense it is for you as well. So I'd love to kind of hear from your perspective, the songwriting story and message of the song Anchor to you personally. I love it. I love it, man. Well, great to chat with you again as well. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I've, uh, I know we don't have time to get into this. I'm sure you're aware. In the last week, a lot has kind of changed when I wrote this post last week. And yeah. um, it's funny that... Uh, we're talking about Anchor today. So when when I first did my interviews for Anchor, uh, I was answering questions about the song. And then about two weeks ago, somebody asked me about what the song was about. And I just was, I was like three hours in interviews. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two answers. I'm, I said, I'm going to give you the first answer, which is the one that's going to sell me records and people are going to like. And then I'm going to give you the second answer that's more true. And she was she was laughing. I'm gonna do the same thing with you. The first answer, yeah. you know, in Christian music, everybody has to connect to something emotionally, or else it doesn't sell, and nobody hears it. Nobody can make connections with things for some reason, which is so bizarre to me. The emotional answer is this: that life is confusing, and we are thrown to and fro on the ways of life. We got kids. We don't know who to listen to, and uh, we feel like we're alone, and we're you know, out in the ocean alone, and we're going to go under, but that Jesus never leaves us. And, and all that is true, and I believe all that. That is what the song is about. The reason I wrote this song was specifically to do with the fact that a lot of the reason we're all thrown to and fro in the ocean is because we are not anchored to the Word of God. It, it's not just that Jesus never leaves you. It's actually because the Word of God is is a lamp to your feet and if you don't have the lamp to your feet you're tripping in the darkness everywhere and i'm at the age now where a lot of my 
friends that I've been in the faith with for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, it feels like, maybe not quite four, 35, 38 years, people who are leaders and at home in my own church, uh, friends of mine who have kids the same age as my kids are getting divorced. I'm like, yeah, we're getting divorced, but you know what? We all have our own path to go and they have their own story to tell and I have my own, own story. And I'm like, no. No, you don't. I mean, I'm not judging you, but except for the statement. I know we go through hard things, and you got to do – that's your decision between you and God. But it's not about having your own story. It's about the Word of God. And, you know, some, some friends of mine who have kids, they're having a really hard time with their kids. And I've, you know, I've been encouraging their, – their, their friends of mine that are looked at as leaders in church. They're not pastors, but they are influential and they're like, you know, my kids just aren't following the Lord, and I just keep trying, and I'm trying. And we started a new thing this week where we just have, like, I can't remember what they call it. They call it something like peace time, or they, they have a weird name for it. And it's like, you know, we just have that day where we, we just get quiet, and we go out to a park, and we just get one with nature, and we just let that peace of nature, we calm ourselves. And, and I'm trying to tell them that we – and I was like, why don't you just tell them that it's God time? Or why is it peace yeah. time? Like, you know, in other words, we are having like, we're going, what, what's going to give me answers for my life? I'm going to have one part Bible, one part what Kanye West tweets today, one part psychology, mm-hmm. one part Oprah. And I put it all in this thing. And what I just get is just a really good dose of positivity and goodness and light and then everybody's wondering why they're getting divorced and their kids aren't following Christ and their husbands are addicted to pornography. Um, it, it might be that I'm a little edgy today, but this is what's going on. And you're like, the Word of God yeah. is the only thing that will withstand the crashing of the waves. And everything else is going to fall away. And I just desperately wish that my friends would know this. I desperately wish that parents would know this. I desperately wish that teenagers would know this, that looking up to find out what John Cooper thinks about life is not near as important as what the Bible thinks about life. Well, amen, brother. Um, you know, we're on the same page on this. Um, and in my case, I grew up without a personal faith, uh, personal faith in Jesus alone as my Savior. I had a space faith in like, other people what the word said, which is, of course, why you become self-reliant. And then I started hearing the biblical messages of, uh, of Christ, of the word, being sung creatively uh, by artists of faith. So I've told you before, it was, for me, the Jars of Clay record. Um, and your, your self-titled Skillet record came out right around that same time. And I've been listening to you from the very, very beginning. And awesome. it just gave me another emotional connection point. So there's my emotionally engaging. But the difference mm. was I wasn't relying on myself. It was pointing me to my creator. It was pointing me to my savior. And the song, I feel like in a lot of ways, you said, um, have that other meaning, which does align very well with the news of the day, which as you know, I'm going to be posting this fairly soon, so that still aligns with the news of the day. Um, and that's not just of the day. That's news of, of since Satan fell um, from heaven, yes, right? Yes, that's mean, exactly so, right. 
so, so we know always this this draw away from um, the sword of the spirit of of the truth of God's word that does pierce um, us, and I think that is why you're seeing this new age. Let's mix and match who's inspiring us, how we're being inspired. And I think that is leading to that compromise. I think you hit on it very well. At the end of the day um, is where they're not putting their anchor uh, in Christ. They are having their anchor kind of, they're actually not anchored. That's maybe the whole point, right? They're, they're, yes. they're sort of like not attached to any one thing. Um, and that is allowing them to, to as the word tells us, be lured by um, lust of their eyes uh, and the lust of their flesh, lust of their, um, or for their pride, for their self fulfillment. And I think a couple lines from your song, and you know, I like to just do a full lyrical study and a biblical study, um, but I really feel like just going right to the bridge. Um, don't let go. I don't want to do this alone. Don't let go. I know that I'll drown on hell. And, you know, naturally, biblically, I, I go right to Peter and keeping his eyes on the Lord. Um, but no, you've probably got an additional context of what you want people to think about there. Is there any particular passage you're thinking about relative to um, that idea that you think would encourage people who might be in any way not anchoring themselves to the word? Ah, that is interesting. I have not, I'm sure I could, I've not thought about it, but that is kind of precisely what this is about. And, and that I think, you know, when we begin to ascribe our own definitions to what is right, uh, meaning morally right, and what is good, mm-hmm. and so I think you kind of touched on it. In other words, we go, oh, God is good. And then we go, and I know what good is. You know, it is A, B, and C. Therefore, God is A, B, and C. And those are, in, those are inaccurate things. And so to me, this whole, like, I don't want to do this alone, I, I, I think that we have a lot of people that, that are out there that say they are followers of Christ that are kind of going through it alone. Now, I don't mean they're not saved, and I don't mean that God's not with them. But what, when you begin to make up your own truth, then, then you, you kind of are out on that ocean alone without something, as you say, without an anchor. So to me, yeah. that's also kind of what, what that is, is that the reason that we are not alone in this is because we have you know, the Word of God. And, uh, you know, there's a line in the song that says, like, that I know, you know, that, uh, I can't remember the, the lyric, hold on one second, it says, um, uh, you never left. Uh, it's on the second yeah. verse, or one of the verses. Um, you gave me a break. Tell me the rest. You never left. And I was talking to somebody recently. I was saying, I guess what I'm saying this is, is, yes, God is with you. Yes, God is for you. But if you are standing up against the Word of God, then in that moment, I don't. God is for His Word. You know, <laughs> God is for you because you were, you know, you were for Him. But he is for his word, first and foremost. It's not that he's not with you still, but him being a loving father, he is going to discipline you into a deeper understanding of his word. And so, I don't know, that whole 
don't want to do this alone thing hits me as a, yeah. man, if you are not anchored to the word of God, then you are, you know, I'm not saying God's not with you, but you are, you're kind of doing it alone because you're not anchored to him. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I've got a couple other passages. Um, I'll read you, and then we can maybe kind of talk about those uh, to wrap up today's discussion, because I know you're probably on a time crunch. Um, so really quick, um, Romans 12, too, I think is extremely timely in light of, in light of what we've been talking about. And I'm going to use the voice translation. Do not allow this world to mold you in its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. And then I'm going to go back to Psalm 51:11. I think because David obviously kind of learned the hard way uh, about anchoring in something other than the Lord. Um, do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you one other one, and I, I love this one. Um, it actually has the word anchor in the, in the verse. Um, Hebrews 6, 19, this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. So um, obviously I'm going to also use that Peter passage. Um, There's another passage from Psalm 71 about in you, O Lord, I've taken refuge uh, rescue me and deliver me in your righteousness. So I think those are some of the passages I want to connect to your song. That's how that's how I hear your song, just so you know. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to hear Beautiful. your thoughts on how you'd like people to apply some of those truths, some of those anchors from the word in their lives as they as they um, worship along with your song. Yeah. Well, I think those are those are beautiful. <laughs> There's it's just. Those scriptures are just so wonderful. And, you know, I do know there are a lot of hurting people. And, you know, yeah. I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm walking through personal friendships with, oh, gosh, dads who have left their family, dads who decided that they were not faithful to their wives in multiple ways. And yeah. it's just so brutal. And it can seem so try to say to this family or this kid who's like, how can my dad do this? He was, you know, he was a pastor. He was a, you know, a leader or whatever, deacon. How can my dad do this? It seems so trite to say that Jesus won't leave them, but it is true. Uh, even if it is trite, it is true that, that, that yeah. God's word will be an anchor for, for your soul. And the truth is, is there's no easy way to, uh, and I think we talked about this last time, there's no easy way to get through all of this. It's going to be hard no matter what, but you will find yourself frustrated and with no peace if you, if you don't anchor yourself to, to the fact that God is good and that, uh, that what he teaches is, is right. And in finding your joy in, in God, is going, that is where you're going to find the real joy at. It's not going to come through. It's not going to come through other things. That's what's really sad about this. Is the more I find out, how great God is, and the more I believe his word, I enjoy him more, and then all these yeah. hardships just don't seem, they don't seem as hard. You know what it's like? It's like that amazing line in that worship song that says, uh, what is that sign about the eclip- these afflictions eclipsed by glory? Oh, probably like, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, that is, I wish I'd written that, but that, <laughs> that line, 
That is exactly what it's like when you anchor yourself into God's word, enjoy who he is, enjoy his presence, and you're like, okay, yes, this is really hard to go through. Yes, it, it broke my heart. But you know what? God is so much greater than my pain is great, if that makes sense. The level of my pain is not near as great as how good God is to me. Enjoy God. That has been my experience and, and, and why I believe that God has been such an, an anchor for me. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, in closing, I want to actually read you that lyric because that's actually still 10 years ago I wrote that devotional about how he loves, and it's still one of our most read features on our website. Um, when all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize <laughs> just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves Gosh, us all. Yeah, that is and, just and beautiful. I, and again, poetically, what's awesome about it is John Mark McMillan, who wrote the song, uh, wrote it out of a, a place of um, despair. Uh, had lost uh, his friend Stephen in a car accident. And, and just like the writer of It Is Well, uh, just like Job and You Give and Take Away, But Blessed Be Your Name, you know, in that moment, that's when we need God the most. And mm. but you, where the the enemy can come in and grab you in those moments is when you're not anchored in His Word. So, by the way, this almost could be like the theme devotional for my entire ministry because that's the whole reason I write these devotionals is to get people to anchor in God's Word. And yes. I'm grateful. I'm grateful you and I have had. 11 of these conversations where now when they Google, you know, what is the meaning of anchor? Ideally, you know, my little Bible study is one of the, the, the uh, pieces they can pull up. And I'm not going to go into everything else that has happened recently, because I do want this to be an evergreen conversation you and I are having that people can yes. look back on years from now, which is the other theme of your record, <laughs> which is what is oh, yes. for the kingdom? What is your, what is going to be your, you know, um, uh, not your um, memento, but what is going to be what people are going to remember you for, um, yeah. which we have talked about. Le- legacy. That's the word I was looking for. Cause I titled yes. my, I titled my review Legacy Focused Songs. And I do feel like, yet again, that's what this one is as well, which is, you know, what is your legacy? Is your legacy that your, your hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness yep. <laughs> uh, and, his, and his word? Or is your hope in something fleeting and then in shifting sand and then something that clearly can be washed away? And, uh, yeah, the beauty of the, the imagery of the word anchor it's something that can't get washed away. That's the whole point. Um, it, it can go yep. down into the depths, and no matter what kind of waves and storm you're in, the anchor will still hold. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you for writing it. It, it. it immediately grabbed me the minute I heard it. And um, I'm glad we talked about Legendary first and now this song, because I do feel yeah. like this was, the right, this was the right time. This was the right time for us to talk about this song. And, um, yeah, that's and, wonderful. Uh, and I, I always appreciate, I know I've tr- I probably told you before, but I'm always like, man, that is really good work you did. I always appreciate that it's not just like why I wrote this song, but there's always me behind it uh, on your end. And I always appreciate you taking the time to do it. And I've always thought they were they were perceptive and and full of God's word, and I, I mean to me that's 
what it is all about. And truthfully, I think you do a much better job of that than than probably most any of us artists would do of that. And I I just I always love it for that reason. Well, I appreciate that. And and obviously uh, looking forward to coming in, hanging out with you, and singing these songs because I wasn't able to go to Creation this year, which is what we talked about last time was your experience there and also yeah. about legendary and that by the way that conversation gave me more insight in writing my review of your record which i appreciate um and i think it helped me sort of listen on a deeper level which is of course what you want people to do and sure um, yeah and i'd, I'd say for sure we we'll probably need to talk about the song victorious next um for sure uh, at least that's my love it request. um but uh in that's the interim, my favorite I would, yeah it is and what well You'll notice I do this thing where I kind of hedge when I got the category best song on the record. So I listed Anchor, Victorious, and then some of the other songs. But I also purposely gave Victorious its own paragraph um, because I felt it was important to point out the, the um, building up message of that song. So yeah, uh, and again, Beautiful. again the legend, the the um, legacy focused aspect of that song as well. Mm. Uh, I felt was was something I needed to highlight. Um, for people as they listen. So, but anyway, thank you yeah. as always for our partnership. Uh, I'll be sending it back through your management and through Velvet, and I'm sure, you know, like you've done before, if you want to share it with your readers, that'd be awesome. And then uh, until we talk next, uh, all the best. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you. Great chatting with you as always, bud. Thank you, John, and you as well. All and, right. Uh, I'll watch for when you. I'll watch for when you come to Pennsylvania next, and. Uh, bring my family out and uh, rock out with you guys. Yeah, let's do it. Beautiful. All right. Awesome. Thank you, John. All right. All right. Talk again Later, soon. Buddy. All right. You too. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.